You could spend the weekend doing the same old whatever, or you could conquer the weekend in the all-new Hyundai Santa Fe. Visit HyundaiUSA.com for more details. Hyundai, there's joy in every journey. Another day is here, and you're ready for it. What to wear? Check. Breakfast, lunch, and dinner? Check. Planning for what's next and how to save for it? That's where Bank of America can help. For your financial to-dos, Bank of America has experts ready to help get you closer to your goals. Get started at one of our local financial centers or 24-7 in our mobile banking app. Find a location near you at bankofamerica.com slash talk to us. What would you like the power to do? Mobile banking requires downloading the app and is only available for select devices. Message and data rates may apply. Bank of America and a member FDIC. For Panther fans who want to keep pounding. For the ones who want an inside look at the vault. This is, this, this, this is views is from Midstream. Now. Here's your host, Lonzo Wrightsell and Rob Brown. All right, ladies and gentlemen, we are inside of a day and a half away from the kickoff of Thursday Night Football Live on Amazon Prime as your Carolina Panthers host the dreaded, even, hated, no good Atlanta Dirty Birds in the bank Thursday evening just after 8 p.m. And I am... Pretty intrigued uh, by this game, partially for the reasons that we've been talking about on the pod so far. Feels like the tank is on. Feel like uh, Tank Commander PJ Walker, First Carolina Regiment, is in the house, right? But I'm also intrigued to see what the response is going to be, Lonzo. What the response is going to be from the guys on the field, specifically on the defense. Uh, after getting absolutely dog-walked by the Bengals last Sunday, right? Uh, Because while the tank may very well be on, and I believe that it is, I still absolutely think that the guys who put on the helmets on Sundays, or in this case, Thursdays, the guys who strap up the shoulder pads, who lace up the boots, et cetera, et cetera, uh, they got some pride about themselves and their work. And on top of that, not all of them are going to be Carolina Panthers next year. Some of these guys are trying to earn themselves more money down the line in the future. And of course, performance is the number one way to do that, right? So I'm curious to see, though, what the response is specifically on the defensive side of the ball from a group of Panthers players who got every inch of their own rear ends handed to them on a platter by the Bengals last Sunday. Is there a bounce back? Does the defensive line get after Marcus Mariota, slow him down? Uh, Does the defensive backfield take away a set of wide receivers that have been okay, okay at best for Atlanta so far this year? Do we respond specifically on the defensive side of the uh, football and try to make something happen? Or if the tank is for sure engaged, does that mentality infect, impact, whatever, deter, influence everybody on the field, and we just kind of come out and sleepwalk our way through the next nine weeks of football? All right, so here's a major problem. I know how this is going to sound, but if you look good, you feel good. I, I know you've heard that. I've heard that. We've all heard that. If you look good, you feel good. They are breaking out the sweetest uniforms that I've ever seen a Panther wear with the all blacks. 
They're breaking that out Thursday night in prime time, on prime, dressed like that. I don't see those guys coming out and doing what they did against Cincinnati. I really think they're going to come out and play uh, back to where they were before. But you don't want to embarrass your team with the kind of performance that you embarrass them with, even if the coaches are trying to make you lose, coming out looking like they're going to look like on Thursday night. I just I, – you can't do – I've seen you dressed up. You've seen me dressed up. You know how that feels? You come out, you look good. You find that little extra something that maybe you've been missing for a while. Can a uniform uh, spur some some guys to play better? Absolutely, I think it can. I really think it can. These uniforms are sweet, and I know how shallow it sounds. I think the defense plays better. I think everyone plays better tomorrow, despite the process, because of those sweet uniforms. The helmets, man, the helmets alone are wicked. We, uh, we've talked about this on our show a couple of times so far this week. I love the all-black look. I, I think any, any team anywhere, all-black is the best look in sports. It's intimidating. It's sleek. It makes you look fast. It's the best look in sports. And I do subscribe to the look good, feel good, feel good, play good, play good, win good philosophy, right? Power suits are power suits for a reason. There's a reason. Why every man in America has been told at some point, go get you a well-put-together and well-tailored, custom-tailored suit. Because you throw on a suit, you walk outside, people notice, you feel good, you feel good, you're more confident, you're more confident, you're more likely to go take what you want instead of taking what's given to you. There's a reason. Every woman out there has at some point had that little black dress because it's a head-turner, ladies. And you know when you walk in a bar and you get them heads following you across the room, you feel good. When you feel good, you're confident. When you're confident, you get what you want, right? It's a good look. The all black with the blue trim. It's a great look. I'm excited to see him. In fact, I am. Uh, I, I think I very well may drive up on Thursday from Greenville to Charlotte to watch this game in person. Uh, I like the look. The next jersey I buy will probably be this version uh, of the black because it's a really good look. That being said, you still got to know what you're doing. I can put on the best-looking suit in the world, ladies and gentlemen, and walk into the boardroom of a, uh, of a Fortune 500 company and say, I'm the CEO now, but if I don't know how to do CEO things, that business is going to fail. And it's going to fail while I look good sitting in that big chair, but it's going to fail nonetheless. we got to know what we're doing. we got to execute. we got to play better. Um, so how do the X's and O's shape up here? The good news is we saw these cats 11 days ago, right? Not this past Sunday, but the Sunday after that, 10 days ago, whatever it was. We saw these cats already, and we had them. We had them. DJ's helmet stays on, or Eddie Pinero hits one of two field goals. We win that football game. Not only do we win that football game, last week against Cincinnati, we're going into that game first place in the NFC South. And even if we still lose to Cincinnati, we're sitting right now tied with the Buccaneers for the top of the division, but we're not. We're multiple games back now, right? So how do we match up X's and O's wise with the Atlanta Falcons? The good news is they look like an okay offensive line. It's good and a great. Our defensive line on paper is better than theirs. And if you go look at Marcus Mariota, right, 
I earlier in the year felt like I needed to ship uh, an edible arrangements to Marcus Mariota as an apology for all the things that I had to say about Marcus Mariota before the season starts. But if you really take a minute and you go look at this, at the performance of this quarterback, it's pretty average, right? It's pretty average. He's been carried like a lot of other guys have. It's been relatively average uh, so far. We should be able to get after Marcus Mariota with Derek Brown, with Brian Burns, with Gross Meadows. Honestly, I would almost like to see us, Lonzo, uh, predominantly run a three-man front, right? Just give me those three. Give me DB, give me Brian Burns, give me Gross Meadows, give me a rotation of ends on the outside. Give me guys whose job is to contain and an extra linebacker to keep an eye on on Marcus Mariota to keep him from breaking out. The second thing is their leading rusher on the year right now. Leading rusher is Tyler Algeyer. He is averaging 4.5 yards per carry and route to 423 yards on the ground and a single touchdown. Now, uh, Corderell Patterson had himself a day this past weekend. He almost beat the Superchargers by himself. He has found himself a little bit, and that is a problem for us because when Patterson's on, that's a tough team to stop. But give me the extra linebacker. I know that we don't do that traditionally. Give me the extra linebacker. Let's limit the playmaker in Patterson. Make Mariota beat us by himself. And now with the defensive backfield mostly healed up with the loss of Jeremy Chim excluded, give me a set to keep the quarterback in contain to limit Patterson, and defensively, we honestly should be just fine. You know what they say, it's hard to beat a team twice. So Atlanta's already beat Carolina, or Carolina beat themselves, depending on which side of the contest you're on. You know how to beat Atlanta. Atlanta hasn't really changed that much. The one, the one way that Carolina could change would be with a different quarterback, but we'll see what happens there. Uh, once things get going, I've heard a lot of people say, well, PJ nearly beat Atlanta. No, he got lucky, or, uh, especially at the end with that pass. Uh, that, that was that was a, a lucky pass and a great receiver caught that lucky pass. You could do better than that. You could absolutely do better than that. And uh, I, even if you put Sam Darnold in there, you can do better than that. I do believe that the defense that that was that was a one off. That is the worst game they played all season. They've had like bad series, maybe a bad quarter here or there, but they've never this entire year played as bad as they did. Now. Hey, it's Kaylee Cuoco for Priceline. Ready to go to your happy place for a happy price? Well, why didn't you say so? Just download the Priceline app right now and save up to 60% on hotels. So whether it's Cousin Kevin's Kazoo concert in Kansas City, go Kevin! Or Becky's Bachelorette Bash in Bermuda. You never have to miss a trip ever again. So download the Priceline app today. Your savings are waiting. Go to your happy place for a happy price. Go to your happy price, Priceline. Did they get some news that the coach got about the tanking thing and decided, okay, we just won't play? I don't believe that. I believe they had a bad day. They got behind early, and Joe Burrow found himself. Even though Cincinnati was not playing that great this year, he found himself, and Mixon went off. That was it was it was monumental what he was able to do. Uh, there's no Joe Burrow on Atlanta. There's no Mixon on Atlanta. 
there's there's a lot of players on Atlanta that probably couldn't play for Cincinnati. Carolina nearly beat them the last time. A chin strap away from beating them the last time. A chin got, strap away. They got a By the good, strap on his chinny chin chin, says it's, Lonzo. It's exactly what happened, and we know that. Uh, I, I, You know, Wilkes was asked, do you play them any different? Why would you play them any different? The only thing you've got to do to beat Atlanta is execute better on offense. We'll see what happens. Can you run the ball more? Will you actually complete some more passes? I don't know. I do believe that the defense is going to play much better than what they did last week. Marcus Mariota, Marcus Mariota last weekend, 12 of 23 for a buck 29, and he ran for 24 on five passes. That's what he – or on five runs, excuse me. That's what he did against the Chargers. The only real big difference he had against us is he popped one, right? Like he popped a big run, and that kind of – when a quarterback pops a big run like that, we saw Lamar Jackson do it. Monday night against New Orleans. When a quarterback gets on a roll like that, he's able to run the ball, changes the way that you attack on defense. Actually, it limits the way because you can't really attack at that point. you got to kind of respond and react instead of be proactive. The problem is that with Cordero Patterson back, they are more dangerous. And the fact that he opened things up, they're more dangerous. Uh, offensively, they have a lot more options than we did the last time we played them, which is why I absolutely agree with Lonzo. Uh, execute number one, right? Like, like get out there, do your job, play your assignment, and don't let the playmakers beat you. Make everybody else beat you. And I'm including, Mar- including Marcus Mariota in that. Offensively, uh, you know, it's it's one of this in this job. Our job is to to analyze. It's the deep dive. It's to be able to point out X's and O's and numbers and stats that uh, somebody who really only gets an opportunity to watch on Sundays might otherwise miss. Um, this one is going to stun some people. I did the real deep dive, uh, Lonzo, and the, 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 the best thing that we can do uh, in this game, it's a very intricate game plan that I've put together here. Uh, give Dante Foreman the ball more and let him run more. That's it. I mean, it's run the ball. It's keep Corderell Patterson off the field. Uh, it's bring the defense up, make him play on us. They have gotten healthier across the defensive backfield. They were, they were playing like a practice squad. Last time we played them, they got a couple of guys back. But you still need to run the football. They know PJ Walker's not a threat. They are not afraid of PJ Walker. Nobody should be afraid of PJ Walker after what PJ Walker did this past week. Run the ball at them. It's going to be tough sledding, by the way, because when PJ Walker's not a threat, they are going to bring extra guys in the box. Still got to run the ball. Go get that 3.4, 3.5 yards per run. Go get a bunch of third and short conversions. Keep Corderell Patterson off the field. That's the easiest way to make this happen. If we go pass happy, right? I don't need PJ throwing the ball 25, 30 times. I need him throwing the ball 15 times. Go look at Marcus Mariota. With the exception of last week, in which they lost, by the way, if you go look at the majority of the games that Atlanta's won, Marcus Mariota throws the ball 15, 16, 17 times. That's it. They don't want him to. They go run with Allgaier. They're going to run with Patterson. Every now and then they're going to pop one with Mariota. We have to do the same thing. Run with Foreman. If Chuba Hubbard is back, which we I believe we're all kind of waiting and hoping that he is, you utilize him. Make some Use Blackshear to kind of open the offense up a little bit. Use those guys to keep defenses honest. And then let P.J. throw it 15, 16, 17 times a game and make sure that D.J. Moore is target number one on every one of those passes. 
that's what you got to do. All right. So I know I started this off by saying how awesome it's going to be for the new uniforms and everything. I'm not sure it's enough. Uh, I do think they're going to play, play better. If PJ Walker plays the entire game, Atlanta wins the game. If either Sam or Baker comes in, Carolina wins the game. So I can't, I can't really pick who wins because it's going to be, it, it depends on what the coach decides to do with the quarterback position. I was on the pod with the Peachtree football dudes, which is the Falcons version of this show, also available on the Odyssey Network. If you want to go grab their pod, you're welcome to. Um, I was on with them. And the last question they gave me when we signed off, Alonzo, was, what do you expect to see out of the Panther offense? Are you going to go run heavy? Will you see them open up the offense and try to throw the ball a little bit, whether it's with PJ or Baker or Sam or whoever? My honest, my honest answer was, I got no clue. I really don't, right? A team that makes the decision to start PJ over Baker, I got no clue what the next move is. If you're trying to lose games, letting P.J. throw it 35, 40 times would be a great way to do that, right? be a great way to do that. So if that's the case, expect P.J. to have an average day trying to throw it 35 times. If they are genuinely, honestly going to try to win this football game, then, yeah, expect them to run the heck out of the football with Foreman, with Chuba Hubbard if he's back. But which one of those two mentalities are we going to take into this game Thursday night? The honest answer for one Rob Brown is, I got no bleeping idea, to tell you the truth. And we will find out coming up on Thursday. Lonzo, any final words for the people? I don't know how to trust the process. Maybe someone could teach me. Trust the process. Trust my decision-making. Ladies and gentlemen, the process for us is going to be to drop you another episode coming up on Friday, obviously, because we have ourselves a Thursday night primetime game. Friday's pod will be taking a look back at the game on Thursday evening. So make sure you pick that up for a full breakdown. And obviously, we'll start turning our attention ahead with whatever mentality this team decides to take onto the field Thursday night. Then next Monday, we'll be back with the next pod. And that Monday and Wednesday will basically serve as us just kind of evaluating the state of the Panthers if you will. So make sure you're here on Friday. If you haven't done it already, wherever you get your podcast, like and subscribe to the Views from Mint Street podcast so you don't miss an episode. Lorenzo Wright, Sell, and I will be back on Friday with the next episode. We appreciate you guys listening, and we will see you then. Keep pounding, baby!